0: Before we get started in today's show, I want to tell you about Stamps.com. Longtime sponsor of the BS Report. It's quick. It's convenient. More importantly, it's really, really easy to use. You do not have to go to the post office anymore. You can just stay home. Make your own office, your personal post office. You can avoid lines. You can avoid just standing there as somebody mails some package, some 79-year-old lady. Who needs that? Make your own mailing and shipping from your house. Stamps.com. Put in the top right of the site BS, you'll get a deal and a scale and a whole bunch of other things. It's a great product. Uh, you can buy and print official U.S. postage using your computer and printer. Stamps.com will give you a digital scale. It will automatically calculate the exact postage for any letter, or any package. They'll even help you choose the best class of mail. Wow. Why go to the post office? Just give it to the postman. Stamps.com. Check it out. The B.S. Report is a free-flowing conversation that occasionally touches on mature subjects. The B.S. Report. The B.S. Report with Bill Simmons. Welcome to the B.S. Report. I'm taping this on a beautiful Monday here in Southern California. Holy macro is the weather good here in late November. Uh, I just spent four or five days in New York City. It was 30 degrees every day. God bless the East Coast, but it's good to be back on the West Coast. We had some great football yesterday. Uh, I really enjoyed it. I really enjoyed it from start to finish. They're good games. I was fascinated by them. Cousin Sal, your team pulled one out.
1: You know, as if people aren't going to hate us enough for bragging me, for bragging about the Cowboys and you, for the Patriots beating another division leader, romping, and also the Red Sox with two major, major big boom signings. Then you have to bring up the weather. It's just too much for people to handle, I think.
0: What did you think of those signings as a National League aficionado?
1: I think you're in good shape. I think uh, – did you know this was coming, all this mo- money being spent? Like I figured they would go after one. I thought maybe Sandoval, but Ramirez too? And you know Lester, what I Atlanta
0: like? Go- I, the Ramirez one, I just tweeted this. Very similar to the J.D. Drew signing from two thousand six, where all the fans of the team that just had him are making fun of me that we signed him. And right. for the most part they were right, but J.D. Drew had one of the biggest hits in the history of the Red Sox franchise. Uh swung the grand slam against Cleveland, swung the playoffs toward the Red Sox yeah. favor. We never look back. We won a World Series with JD Drew. He might have been the most frustrating Uh, Red Sox player of the last 12 years. I don't care. We won a World Series with him. I hope it repeats itself with Hayler Ramirez, who sounds like he just isn't a great guy. I think the chemistry beards era is over now for the Red Sox.
1: Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's funny funny you bring that up because I remember my friends making fun of me as a Mets fan for the J.D. Dew signing, and uh, they were all right, every single one of them. (laughs) There you go. uh,
0: Yeah. Yeah. I'm really excited for Sandoval because – I, as we've discussed many times, the uh, we had the Royals at 18-1 to win the World Series, and uh-huh. every single time for seven straight games when they pitched to the Panda, I thought he was getting a hit. I was terrified yeah. of him, and now he's on the Red Sox. It's great. I'm, I couldn't be happier.
1: It was terrifying, uh, especially the 18-1 part. So are we still able to hedge that or no? We, we lost out on that deal?
0: Yeah, it's really, you know, when they do the oral history of all the other all ways we've lost money incredibly, when the odds seem like just impossible for us to lose, I'd like to, I'd like to, that, that bet should have been a chapter or it would be a chapter. Absolutely. I think. So I love the Cardinals yesterday. I did not know that Larry Fitzgerald wasn't playing. Uh, um, that made me nervous. The the Cardinals missed a long field goal early. That made me nervous. Guy drops a touchdown that would have made it nine, seven going in the half at that point. Just didn't seem like it was the Cardinals day. Um, The game meant much more to Seattle, obviously, than it did to Arizona. And and the fact that they scratched Larry Fitz almost to me seemed like a little bit of a white flag move. And yet they hung in there and they beat the hell out of Russell Wilson. Am, Am I wrong to come out of that game thinking that I still like the
1: Cardinals? No, I don't think I wouldn't take anything away from the Cardinals after that game. As uh, all the points you just made, it was a must win for Seattle, and their defense really did step up. I know there was a drop that John Brown can only make spectacular catches, so he dropped the easy one uh, thrown to him in the end zone. But I, Wait, I they didn't. didn't I, uh,
0: Brown? The other Brown dropped that one. I thought. Wasn't it John Brown? It wasn't. Oh, was well, one of brand? the Browns. See, they, see, we're in another Thomas situation
1: with the uh, Cardinals. Oh, here fans. we go. You're right. Yeah,
0: one, one of, of the Browns. It right. might have been the other Brown.
1: Yeah, I will never know which Brown it was, but, uh, but no, the, the, Card- uh, the Cardinals are still good. And I, uh, hats off to Seattle. They played exactly the kind of game they needed to play. I thought,
0: yeah, their defense was excellent. They did all the right things. Once fit, once the new fix was out, they just, they stacked the line. They weren't going to let Ellington beat them. They wanted Drew Stanton to make some plays. He had some guys open. Uh, he did not play that well. That was a tough spot yeah. for him to be in, but at the same time, they really beat up Russell Wilson in that game. They that that game had like thirty-five to three potential, and man, if they make that field goal and if he catches that pass and it's a tie game at halftime and the and the and the Cards can play with a little bit of a lead, I, I think they would have had a chance. Um, that's a great division. I thought the Rams were excellent in the in the uh, who they lose to it, the Chargers, Chargers game. I thought they they got how, how about that Tavon Austin holding penalty? Oh my Bad. god! That was the
1: worst call of the year. I think the officiating has gotten really bad over the last few weeks. I don't know what's going on. These guys are just coasting to the Thanksgiving break or something. I don't know what what is uh, is a wave of bad officiating all across the league. And last night was terrible. We didn't get to talk about the Cowboys game. But uh, on both sides, I'm going to complain, obviously, that the Cowboys were screwed over more. But, uh, yeah, that was a bad holding call. The Rams stuck in there. One of the better four and seven teams I've ever seen, I think, right now.
0: Yeah, and it was tough because the Sean Hill, you know, just a classic. That's why he's Sean Hill, and that's why when you don't have an elite quarterback, you throw interceptions in the end zone on the biggest drive of the game. But um, the first, the first set of games, the early games, was just bad coaching galore. Jim Caldwell, Mike Smith, um, even Mike Patton on the Browns made some really, really head scratcher moves. I thought. Um, and just so on down the line, then the second, the games, as you pointed out, a lot of bad ref calls and then, Uh and then the late game, it was like the giants lost, but it's almost like they won because of the Beckham catch. I feel like we're in history. Remember that as a giants win somehow.
1: Well, that's, you know, I, I I was, you know, and I get sick watching these games. I know I'm 43 years old and I shouldn't be talking about this as much more important things in the world, but I physically start to get sick. I heat up watching these games. I take my shirt off. I walk around that. I really need to be like Walter White in a cabin in New Hampshire watching these <laughs> late night division games because I, and maybe I'm giving Cowboys fans too much credit. But is there any other team that hates every other team in their division and it's just a grueling three and a half hours of uh, just I'm like like when you play the Bills, does it ruin your month if you're going to lose to the Bills in Buffalo? I don't, I don't think so. Right? I just I hate the Redskins. I hate the Eagles. I hate Eli, JPP, and now Beckham—greatest right. athlete in the league right now. But uh, I can't take it. I just, I just get so wild up.
0: Yeah, we had the Pats were so bad, off and on for so many years that our rivalries were basically just like Miami beating us every year. Mm-hmm. So. It's not. We don't have like the forty, fifty years of history of hatred. Miami's probably the closest thing. All three of your rivals are bigger than the Miami
1: Pats rivalry. I feel like. Um, oh, I would think but, the Jets. The Jets is your biggest rival, only because of the bad yeah. blood, the cheating, and everything. I know. I know. The, well, that's the thing. They have to beat you enough. Well, Sanchez did beat you on the road in the playoffs, but there's no there's no consistency to that. Like you, you yeah. You whip on well, really,
0: it really started with the Belichick Parcells thing. Got it going, but. Right. I can't remember like five great Jets-Pats games over the last 13 years, you know, like where you you have – even when the Cowboys suck, they still manage to have memorable games against those NFC teams all the time. But, you know, a couple of things stood out from that game, and Collinsworth pointed out all of them because he's great, but um, the Dallas O-line – Barnwell raised this question in his column today. I thought it was interesting. Could an offensive line be the MVP of the league? If, the, yeah. if an offensive line could be the MVP, I feel like the Dallas offensive line is like really in that discussion, right?
1: Definitely, sure. I mean, you got a you got a running back that could break all kinds of records. He, he could top two thousand yards. Romo's been protected like no other, and you're going to remember the last two plays of that drive where I think he had seven and a half and like eight and a half seconds to to find Dez yeah. Bryant and Witten and whoever. But, uh, but, yeah, I mean, it's spectacular. It's, it's, it's nice. And as a Patriots fan, you remember it, you remember it through the years. It's, it's nice to be protected. It really is. But Yeah. Um, well,
0: and also, like, you look at the NFC and it's like, all right, now we're hitting to the point of the season where you start looking at what is a team great at, you know? And, and the teams that are great at certain things seem to start to stand out. Like, the Patriots – at this point, if they're not scoring 40 points in a game, either they had some accidents or they, they took the foot off the gas pedal, which they did in that Detroit game. I think they uh-huh. went into – in the second half, I think they clearly went into let's not show the Packers anything. Let's, we, we've scored enough points. Let's not try to pile on here. But that, well, when you the talk way Dallas – Well, good, yeah,
1: No, when you talk about bad coaching in the early games and Jim Caldwell, you're, are you referring to the fourth and goal at the two? when they didn't go for it, and they just – I mean, to me, that's that's the game right there. Was it 17-6 at the time or 13? I don't know what the score was, but uh, you're, you're giving that up. You're kicking a field goal there. Maybe it was 16-3 or something, but that was, to me is it. That's the game. It,
0: that was horrible because when you do something like that, you're basically saying 20 points wins this game, or this is going to be a 23-20 to 20 game, and it's like right. – you you need all the points you can possibly get against the Patriots, and the worst case there is we're trapped on the two. That was awful. Mm-hmm. At one point in the for in the second half, he challenged a three yard pass that right. we were punting anyway. That was weird. Mm-hmm. But the, Caldwell has done some really really shaky stuff. I, there's certain coaches that just jump out at this point, like when the Falcons are in a close game in the last five minutes. Do you feel like Mike Smith make the right moves? Like obviously not, right?
1: No, but I also feel like Mike Smith could go 6-0 and in the division and get fired. I mean, wouldn't that be something else?
0: Or what if he got fired right now and they're in first place? Yeah, you he's know, brutal. How about, did you watch all the games yesterday? I did. I did. I saw them all. So, the Miami game, I'm not positive the right team won that game. Miami, all the—you know they, they had some, some injuries at bat. All of a sudden, their defense was depleted. They're playing a mile high. They made a couple mistakes, but I, I feel like if those two teams played in the playoffs and Miami had, was at relative full strength, and even if Denver had Thomas back, that's a close game. I like the way Miami matched up with that team. They should feel good coming out of that game, I think.
1: I do, too. But, you know, they've had too many of those games. Now that's three games that they probably should have won or could have could have won. They, they blew the Detroit game and they blew the yeah. Packers game. And so and you can't lose too many of those in the, in the AFC but I will say this: I do think a nine and seven team makes the playoffs in the AFC. I think the nine—not oh. not, that—I think there's a few nine and seven teams uh, that won't make it. But I'm looking at San Diego, Kansas City, Pittsburgh, Cleveland, Miami. I, I think they either go three and two or two and three the rest of the way. They—they really—they uh, have to bang up against each other a lot. So I don't know. I think the 6th seed will be nine and seven.
0: I think it's going to be Kansas City and Miami. You do. I think the, I think those two get to ten, and then so what do we make of the Bengals? Are they just going to go ten five and one, and we get to bet against them around one? Because I'm delighted if that's the case.
1: That would be nice, right? That would be something. But they,
0: they have they have Tampa this week, so you are they're at Tampa. You know, a little mm-hmm. bit of a red flag. Tampa's you know weirdly competent, but then just blows games in the second half. But let's say they win that game. All of a sudden, they're eight four and one, right? Is that right? right? Yeah, eight. No, eight.
1: Cincinnati is uh, seven three and one. Eight three and one. If they win. Oh
0: my god! So then they go Pittsburgh at Cleveland, Denver on a Monday night at home, and then at Pittsburgh. So they could lose they those play, last two.
1: They play Pittsburgh twice. That's the big. That's the big news in the AFC North. And the Browns have a tough December, and the Ravens, as we went over, have only the Browns as a as an AFC North game, and and winnable games the uh, the rest of the way. But um, I don't even think we could analyze that, even though I just tried to until like uh, Christmas or something. I don't I don't know what to do with that division. All right, let's
0: say the Bengals they beat they beat Tampa, then they win at home against Pittsburgh. So uh-huh. they'd have. Is that I don't have this right. Maybe they add Tampa. Oh, they already play. I'm sorry. They already beat Tampa. What am I think? What am I saying? Um, so home for Pittsburgh this week. Okay. Right. So they win that one. They're nine three and one heading into the last three games of the season. Could you see them at Cleveland, home Monday night, Denver, at Pittsburgh, blowing those three and finishing nine six and one and missing the playoffs? That's in
1: play. Wow. Yeah. That is, although by what I said, I think 9-6-1 does get you the, the last seed. But that that could be – I don't know what to make of Andy Dahl. No one does. He's like uh, throwing over 70% since that horrible Cleveland game.
0: But then he had he had the pick six yesterday just to make yeah. everyone – in case anyone was too confident in him. He's like, I, no, I'm going to give you a pick six just so you don't feel right. good about him.
1: Right. I don't. Who is the second Ryan best? Al, Ryan Mallett is like Ryan Mallet's Like no, 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 no. This one's on me. This one's on me. You get the next round. I'm. <laughs> yeah. I'm, paying, I'm paying for this one. So. Would you like some Buffalo figures? Um, yeah. Who is
0: the second best team in the AFC in your mind? Still Denver, right? Yeah,
1: still Denver. Still Denver. I think I didn't Miami, I, the Miami is dead, Julie even with Thomas, them. But. Yeah, they were. But six and five, I, I don't know if I wrote down their last five games. I know, obviously, I think they have the Jets twice. Yeah, they have the Jets twice. They have Baltimore. They go to Foxborough, and they have Minnesota. So, well, that, that's, I mean, is that three wins or four wins? That's just tough.
0: All right, so they beat the Jets. Got to beat them they twice. Beat, they beat Baltimore at home. They uh-huh. need to go four and one. If they're 10 and yeah. six, they they can only blow one. They can blow that Pats game. That's fine. They can't right. blow another game. No, I like that hour team hour. though. Um, in the NFC, if you at gunpoint, who would you take?
1: I I looked at. I try to analyze. I was up to like two in the morning trying to analyze that NFC West and um, to see if one or three teams or two teams get in. And uh, I think I think San Francisco gets in. I don't even love the way they're playing. I think San Francisco gets in. I think Seattle doesn't. I think Arizona's won too many games to not get
0: in. I think th- I think you pass Philly somehow. You do? I do. You be- Let's say you beat them this week. Yeah. Philly the last four goes home for Seattle, home for Dallas. And then at Washington, at the Giants to finish.
1: Well, I was going to ask you, but you had already looked at it, so it's not going to be as fun. But I, I was going to ask you whose schedule would you rather have? They both play. Philly and Dallas both plays at Washington and they both play each other obviously twice. And one team plays Seattle at home and at the giants. And the other team plays Indy at home and at Chicago.
0: Oh, I I like your schedule much more because Indy, you can run the ball down Indy's throat. Yeah. First of all, you have the Philly game first at home, which takes a lot of pressure off Chicago, if you can't beat Chicago in Chicago, you don't deserve to be in the playoffs anyway. Then you blow that Philly game. Then you go Indy home at Washington. I think you go four and one.
1: Uh, I hate this. I mean, remember, the three of those games are in twelve days. We 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 got rid of one of them last night, but that that Chicago game's a Thursday night game, so I just think that's a coin flip. Oh, is it? Yeah, they go Sunday. They go yesterday Last night, then they go Thanksgiving, and then they go next mm. thir- the Thursday after
0: that. So God, how much are you gonna hate Jay Cutler? No, I know it. I know. You also have you have the 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 Romo injury thing is always it, for some reason. I feel like it lingers more over him than some of the other quarterbacks who are essential. Sure. You know, it yeah. just seems whatever. But uh, do you have eight wins
1: yet? You do, right? Yeah, we're both. Billy and Dallas, eight and four. We have our eight. So it's all gravy Congratulations. from here on in. <laughs> All right, let's oh, talk
0: nice about... nice not have to sweat out the month. <laughs> let's talk about uh, the three Thanksgiving games. All
1: right. Uh, three Thanksgiving Chicago at Detroit's the early game.
0: Whew. I was impressed by the Lions history. I know they got killed, but um, I thought their defense it's weird to say, but I thought their defense did pretty well against the Pats.
1: Pats just played really yeah, they well. Did all right. the, the Patriots at 24 and a half. And I said, wow, that's weird. It doesn't seem like a team that's on pace for 50. I thought the lions did well. And and you know, a couple big special teams plays and Brown converted some third downs, but I don't know. I liked them this Thursday. I mean, they sort of have to win this game. Right.
0: Yeah. Well, the and Edelman's kick return gets called back. Brady missed two deep balls on the same drive, which is kind of like the hidden secret, the Pats fans, the ones who really watch every game. And like, that's the one we're we're always afraid to talk about with each other. The fact that Brady just can't connect on deep balls um, really? at a rate that is commit commensurate with how good he is at football. Yeah. He just wow. misses those. He misses those throws. And he missed two in the same drive yesterday. And it just always makes me nervous. I mean, even going back well, now, to last year in the Denver playoff secret. game.
1: Now it's not a secret anymore. I'm glad it's out.
0: Well, I have a new strategy. I figured just by talking about it, maybe it'll get better. <laughs> um, anyway, I, I have the Lions by seven over the uh, Jay Cutlers.
1: Right, you're going to get this. I said, I don't know why. I said four and a half, and that's too too low. It's six and a half. Okay. So you're up one of right, I should point I, out. Nine spreads yesterday were six and a half or more. It was a great teaser day. And all of them came in. All the favorites, six and a half or more, came in on a teaser. I think a little less than half of them covered uh, against the spread, but uh, all of them came in on a teaser.
0: I I should point out, I think that, you know, you look at the Lions, they haven't scored more than 24 points since week one. Uh Their last... Here's here's what they've done since week, week five. 14. 17, 24, 22, 26, and 9. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, that offense good. is just not that good because Megatron has not been Megatron, and they don't have a third down running back who scares you, and I don't know. I, that, well, you, that don't wanna,
1: you don't want to knock Caldwell for you know, protecting his injured players, but he kept Calvin Johnson out a long time. And now well, he's keeping Reggie Bush out a long time. It's like, all right, you know, uh, so is this is it for the team because these are the games that really need to win. Yeah. It's
0: um, like he white he white flagged the Reggie Bush thing a little bit. He clearly wanted to save him for this Thanksgiving game. Uh, right. Cowboys, Cowboys, Eagles. I have a uh, Cowboys by three and a half.
1: That's what I had. They're making it a, an even three. They're saying this is an even game and the Cowboys are home. And, uh, I, I haven't heard about Foles. I know he didn't practice last week, but and you don't expect that he would practice and play on a short week, but I don't know about going Sanchez going to Dallas and only getting three points. Seems a little bit low.
0: The Sanchez thing was interesting yesterday because they were up seventeen and and I had taken the Titans plus eleven, so I was kinda of flicking back and forth to you know, to that one. And it felt like Sanchez was gonna single handedly keep the Titans in the game somehow. Right. If you're an Eagles fan, you Eagles fan, you did not feel safe with Sanchez at any point in that game. Definitely
1: so. not. And that's why it's going to hurt so much when they they claw the Cowboys on Thanksgiving. I just think though, too, too many weapons. I think offensively, you know, you know, what Odell Beckham Jr. did to the Cowboys, and it's it's it, we don't have a lot of guys who can cover past ten yards, so.
0: Have you had a have you had a devastating loss this year? Uh Redskins? Let me see. Um, that the Redskins is bad. Yeah. Yeah, I would count that as devastating. Okay. Um just want to make sure you got one out of the way before this game.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, uh, and then yeah, the, the, the Thursday night is a classic.
1: Great game. Great game. Seattle and San Francisco. I don't even know who do you think needs it more? I, I almost think Seattle needs it more because of their schedule the rest of the way.
0: I, I put it this way. Whoever loses this game is just going to feel horrible about themselves and their future uh, in this season. So it's almost wow. like worse. It's worse to lose this game than it is better to win it. I, see, I would say, I, see what you're
1: saying. Yeah. Go ahead. I would say 49ers by three. I wouldn't even hire stupidly. I said 49ers by four, no respect. Simmons. 49ers by one. Whoa! So you get you get that one, but it's basically a pick'em.
0: Well, I do think Seattle is is a very public team because people just keep waiting for them to turn it around and yeah. start to look like the Super Bowl champs again. My question is, can they put up enough points? Like even yesterday, would they end up with nineteen?
1: Yeah. Um, well, I mean, that's the question for the Forty ers too. I mean, if praising Kaepernick again, they don't ever score. They <laughs> like they have, like, 15 points, 16 points in the fourth quarter every game. But the yeah. defense held them in. They've given up, like, 300 yards, like, seven or ten games or something.
0: I heard Coward on the radio today, and I agreed with what he said. Kaepernick can look terrible, but when they really need a drive from him, he can get it. Yeah. I don't know if that's a that's compliment true. or an insult.
1: That's true. I don't know which way to go with this one. It's going to be really rough.
0: I... uh My feeling is that Cardinals game, which I watched pretty much every play of, was super physical. And even that the score was what it was, but I don't think the score reflected how physical that game was. And to have to play four days later is brutal. Yeah, The 49ers-Redskins game, (laughs) you know, and and that was a tough game. The 49ers didn't play well. It was physical to some degree, but not like that Seahawks-Cardinals game. No. Nah, so uh, I would lean toward uh, the niners on that one. Um all right, Colts Skins on, on uh on Sunday afternoon.
1: Oh, we're going all right. Yeah. Nine Sunday afternoon games. I hate this. It's three Thursday. Why do they have to do nine early on Sunday afternoon? Because uh, they hate us. They 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 hate us. And then only two four thirty games or four twenty five games. It's outrageous. But uh what's so uh, Washington and Indy? What do you think? Yeah let's,
0: Let's start there. I, uh, Indy is the good-bad team this year. I think that's been established. What they do All is right. they beat the hell out of bad teams, and Washington's right. a bad team, and I think right. the Colts are favored by 11.5. Well, I said 8.5. I think we, we
1: split this now because it's 10. Right? Yeah, we Isn't split it. Isn't that 10 right in between it? Yeah. Uh, well, let me just what, say, we're 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 speaking now to AFC South heavyweight champion Andrew, the giant buck. Andrew has a... The inconsistent Washington Redskins defense this weekend at the Metropolis Skating Rink in Canton, Massachusetts. Andrew, your comments.
0: Uh, I'm excited because you know once upon a time people compared me and Robert Griffin III and debated who should go first, and
1: I- I've destroyed him. I'm just, there's shrapnel of him everywhere. And this is really my victory lap for that conversation. So I, I plan on 40 to 50 points points this week. It's really hard to talk with a deep voice like this. Big words from a big man. Thank you, Andrew, the giant luck. Wow. Mm.
0: Hey, speaking of wrestling, uh, yeah. sting sting showed that. up on, the, on, on survivor series last night. Unbelievable!
1: Well, it is unbelievable. Let you read about it three days before that it's going to happen. I just hate the internet. I didn't know. I I had no idea. uh, And then then my son,
0: my son who knows every ounce of WWE history at this point and any wrestler from the last forty years of WWE could have come out (laughs) and he would have known who it was and known the backstory. Not not familiar with the WCW and was like, "Who's that? What's going on?" Totally confused by Sting. Had no idea what was happening.
1: Yeah, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. I, so now he's in I, charge. He's in charge of the. Uh, he's taking over for the authority, right?
0: I like. I mean, if you had told me twelve years ago that, or ten years ago that the the Red Sox were that Hanley Ramirez was coming back to the Red Sox and mm-hmm. and Sting was coming to WWE, I would have been excited.
1: <laughs> what a
0: weekend! yeah i'm you gonna go, i'm gonna email myself in two thousand four and tell me but yeah it was it was a pretty lame survivor series for the most part.
1: I didn't see i only saw the main event and then i uh i read through the uh the rest but yeah well it's it's tough when you don't have a champion that that can wrestle it's <laughs> not a lot to wrestle. The problem, the problem with, with Brock, me watching Brock wrestling Brock
0: now is my my son's seven and uh-huh he always watches the wrestling and he gets super excited and you know, he wants to start wrestling It just, it's almost like has this Pavlovian effect on him. Right. But now when we fake wrestle, he, it, it actually, he hurt, he hurts me. His punches <laughs> hurt. His kicks hurt. He knows how to do this hold in my arm where he does like this weird finishing move on my arm. And I
1: always think he's going to break my arm. I I feel like I'm being abused by my son. It's bad because you pulled the folding chairs out for Thanksgiving, and they end up uh, cracked over your head. Yeah, it's not it's not ideal.
0: Yeah, he's fearless, and he's, like, weirdly strong. He's like a wild animal. He's like this 60-pound <laughs> animal, and he's just – I can't fend him off. I'm going to end up in the hospital with some
1: 15-stitch cut in my head because he beat the hell out of me. What's the youngest <laughs> kid that a restraining order has been taken out of? Uh, an <laughs> intra-family. I don't know. We're going to find out. Tra-
0: <laughs> I, I, he he stood at one point. He stood on the on the table yesterday and did a flying Macho Man Randy Randy Savage elbow, but actually like landed and hit my head with it. I was like, "You gotta stop! You're gonna hurt me."
1: <laughs> that is the greatest. That's I'm not greatest. a advocate. I'm a human being. Stop. You have to roll. You have to roll tape during these pay per views. Come on, that's gonna be priceless to see that. Do other
0: kids stand up on, on a five-foot coffee table and then go flying at their father with an elbow,
1: or is it just mine? I think so. No, anyway. Mine used to, but all the furniture's broken, so they they can't stand <laughs> there. All right, let's keep Cleveland, going. Uh, Nine, Cleveland, uh, Nine Cleveland and Buffalo. Good. Cleveland Whoa. and Buffalo. Good game. Well,
0: tough one because we don't know what's going to happen tonight in this Buffalo game, and we might feel differently about them. But
1: Right, and we don't even know if this is in Buffalo. I mean, they, they say they'll be able to shovel all the snow out, but who even knows? I wish we could
0: always play where the home team was. Like, you know, Seven Feet of Snow or what Bane did to that NFL stadium in the third Batman movie. Maybe those are a couple of the instances where you have to move it. But, um, well, I like
1: closer to Buffalo, put it in Syracuse, the carrier dome or something. Like, don't, I don't know. Now there's no fan. Now they gave out free tickets to Detroit. And at least if we were in Syracuse or something, you have no fans there.
0: That's true. Couldn't there be like a 200 mile roll or a 150 mile roll?
1: Biggest stadium within hundred
0: and fifty miles? Right. Do it there. I like that
1: idea. I have the bills by one and a half. Ah, uh, you nailed it. Wow. Alright, I said two and it is it is in fact one and a half. Do you
0: are Brian Hoyer and Kyle Orton the same person?
1: Oh, they might be. You might be right about that.
0: Like they could switch but, uniforms at halftime and Hoyer could put on a fake beard and we'd have no idea from a football standpoint who was who. <laughs>
1: He threw three interceptions, and one Hoyer was worse than the other. I, I don't I don't know what – I don't know how they won that game. I really it's kind don't. of a so reflection.
0: It, it's a reflection on Manziel that he can't win the starting job over Hoyer. Hoyer's been terrible for four weeks.
1: Yeah. Well, but, the, I mean, seven wins, I think it's the Mike Smith thing. Like, how do you fire a guy who's in first place? Like, How do you get rid of the quarterback that's – I mean, I guess you just – you look ahead and say, well, this guy's not going to take us uh, to the playoffs, but – they told me and said, "Look,
0: if you weren't drunk all the time, you'd be getting a starting <laughs> job. Just go out three nights a week instead of six.
1: Just come on, please manziel has been uh, in Vegas the last two weeks. He looked at the board and said, "Wait, why is the seven and four team underdog to the five and five team? Maybe uh, I get back to practice.
0: <laughs> it's such a shaky seven and four yeah, yeah you go yeah. you go through like." Hold on, like, because I, I have I keep track of all those either or games. Mm-hmm. So, the Browns have have played one, two, three, four, five, now six either or games, and they're four and two in the either or games.
1: Right. So and they're just plus. Like they're plus. It. It. It's, it's, Cole Carvin's a good running back, and you know Josh Gordon came back, and he's a, he looks like just that. He's got that Randy Moss look like he's not even trying, but then when he catches it, like, oh, boy, this guy could score anytime he touches the ball. But otherwise, he's not trying a lot. It's, uh, it's an interesting dynamic there in Cleveland. I mean, they, they, should, they should score more. Like you know, Hoyer's got the pieces in place now. I guess.
0: They, yeah. When you're plus two in, over, in either or games, that makes me nervous. Um, That's true. I think those teams are even. I actually think – you know, maybe that'll be an emotional home game for the Bills because they'll, they'll finally have the little bit of the snow out of there. People, you know, who knows? Right.
1: What Could else be. do we got? San Diego at Baltimore. Another, another. I mean, between these games, Cleveland and Buffalo, San Diego, Baltimore, we may be able to cross two more teams off.
0: Um, is it? This is a loser leaves town match, I think. Official. Yeah, I right? think so. You can't you can't lose this game and still make the playoffs. I don't think. I have a. I really like Baltimore at home. I'm not sold even at all on this Chargers team. I think they were very very lucky to win that game yesterday. Um, I have Ravens by six.
1: Okay, God, finally I get one outright. Uh, I said four, and it's four and a half in the Vegas zone. They don't know what to do with it. Four and a half. And again, a lot depends on the New Orleans game tonight. Yeah, this is this is a must
0: win. I think that line's too low and I, I think it's a lack of respect for what Baltimore's been able to do at home over the last few years.
1: You wanna go also, to Detroit, Baltimore, two team teaser right now. That's what you're looking at.
0: I just like Baltimore money line. Oh. I don't trust right. the Lions team. I don't I don't know if they score enough. Oh,
1: they have to win that game. at Chicago.
0: There's, There's another team I trust more. We're getting to it.
1: All right. Is it Tennessee and Houston? Because that's what I had written down next.
0: Uh, Houston's not good either. Uh, I have Houston. Good. I'm shocked by how high this line is. Houston by six and a half.
1: That's what I said. And it's even higher, seven. Oh, wow. Yeah. Week eight, they played at week eight in Tennessee. Houston won 30 to 16.
0: I don't want to throw Ryan Mallett in a tease and I don't want to lay a touchdown with him. If that's okay. I do feel like, that's right. I feel like the Titans lose blowing that Steelers game on Monday night. Might've crippled them for the season. I think at that, at this point they're all making vacation plans for week 18.
1: You're giving up on Mettenberger on the road already. All right. Yeah.
0: I don't it's even fun. know if it's Mettenberger or Mettenberger. I'm giving up on either of them.
1: God, Mettenberger, Mallett, Bortles, these are the AFC South quarterbacks that are not that are not Andrew to giant luck. Good luck to everyone. Carolina at Minnesota.
0: Minnesota's kind of. I think they're shaping up as the, as the frisky second half team. That's not good, but we'll hang in these games.
1: Uh-huh. You know, you're yeah. not with me. No, I do. I just it's not playing out like I thought. Didn't you think Carterell Patterson would just like he'd be lighting it up and? You know they'd, they'd figure out ways to score and like, uh, yeah, you see Bridgewater highlights scoring twice a game, just taking it calling his own number. I, I, Here's I, I the, like that they kept it close, and I watched it because I had Minnesota as one of my Sports Center picks. But I do expect yeah. more from them at this point.
0: So, week seven they blow they blow the Bills game. They should have won. They lost on the last drive. Week uh-huh. eight they beat the Bucks in OT. Week nine they beat the Skins. Week ten bye week. Week eleven. Um, they lose to the Bears, but, you know, they were in the game. Then yesterday they lose to the Packers, but were in the game. They they hang in these games. Mike Zimmer. Give it, Mike Z- it. Mike, give it up to Mike Zimmer.
1: I like Mike Zimmer. I think that's why Cincinnati's defense isn't as good, because Mike Zimmer's gone. But, yeah, he's a man. Who do you have? What do you have for this game? Carolina, Minnesota. I have Vikings by three. All right, you're going to get it. I went low on it. I said Vikings by one, and it's uh, two and a half. All right, <laughs> Giants at Jacksonville Jaguars. Oh God,
0: why? <laughs> Giants by three and a half. This game shouldn't be televised. Let's just say, let's donate the proceeds to whatever the telecast would have cost to to feed people on Thanksgiving.
1: Yeah. All right, I went four. You said three and a half. It is three. Giants are only favored by three.
0: Terrible. I will not watch one play of that game.
1: What do you think, uh, not even with the great Odell Beckham Jr., but possibly another highlight? You're not going to watch one play?
0: If you could have one wide receiver from that draft, would you want Sammy Watkins, Mike Evans, or Odell Beckham Jr.? You could have any of them for the next 10 years.
1: It's so close. It's so close. I think Beckham's going to be a little little bit of a problem. A little bit of a problem redhead going forward from here on. I like Mike Evans, but I will say this about Beckham. I think the Pro Bowl, like like the NBA uh, All Star game, has the slam dunk. Why not circus catch uh, contest followed Ooh. by touchdown dance? I like it. I like it. Right? I
0: I would rather have Watkins. I think I think Watkins yeah. is even better than people realize because he's been saddled with these quarterbacks that over and under throw him game after game. Interesting, but what... Barnwell and Mays and I were emailing about it last night. What's interesting is the Browns could have traded down from four mm-hmm. to you know, they traded the pick to to uh to Buffalo. They got Buffalo's right. two thousand fifteen. They could have traded down a few spots and taken Beckham. Yeah. Basically gotten a free number one pick for a coin flip between Beckham and Watkins. Would have that's been one of the great trades ever, but instead they took some cornerback.
1: I don't think they liked either of those guys. If I, if I may speak freely, I don't know. If, I don't think they were high on their board, from what I okay. Fair enough. But I'm uh, totally guessing here. <laughs> yeah, okay. But I mean, they knew Josh Gordon was getting suspended, so it would have made sense to grab one of those uh, one of those receivers, and they didn't they didn't like him. You
0: yeah. have Josh Gordon in our fantasy league because I traded yeah, him to you for
1: Gronkowski.
0: You. Um, hey. He is so good, and and a couple times yesterday, Hoyer just missed him, and you could see Josh Gordon be like, oh my god, when are we going to play the guy who's always partying? You see right. that? You could see the vibe coming out of him. There was two passes where he just it would have been like a long play and and Hoyer just didn't get him, but Josh yeah. Gordon's a beast. He's a beast.
1: He He's fun to watch. Speaking of beast and fantasy, we play each other this week in the last regular season game, and I made the playoffs and I can't get a bye because I can't catch the team in first. John Ham's first. I can't catch him. And you cool. are fighting to not pay for the banquet. Yeah. You won yesterday. You're four and eight. You know and, why I uh, won? You know why I won? Why? Who was it? Why? Because of the Odell Beckham
0: catch. The greatest catch right. ever saved me saved me from paying for that banquet.
1: You're right. You're right. It's yeah. I'm not saved yet. I could I could tank this. We could work something out. Dave up nothing to me.
0: I I'm fine. I deserve to pay for the banquet. I picked a terrible team. <laughs>
1: Oakland at San Diego. I, I'm sorry, Oakland at St. Louis.
0: And what's funny is I have the greatest fantasy team ever assembled in my other league. So I have, I have the highs and lows of fantasy all in the same it's thing. What was out. this
1: next one? Oakland at St. Louis. Oh, two semi-frisky teams. Uh, Let's congrac- congratulate ourselves for telling everyone is, at least to stay away from uh, from the Chiefs uh, last Thursday night.
0: Well, you know, we're both in the Vegas Super Contest. The first time all year that I handed in my picks on Thursday because I wanted to grab the Raiders seven and a half so badly. That's yeah, us. Nice job. Yeah. Good job by you. Uh, Rams by six and a
1: half. Uh, I got this exactly. It's Rams by seven. Okay. You're, uh, you wouldn't mind taking the Rams there just to win. I don't trust Sean Hill. Ugh.
0: Point blank, don't trust him. Would not throw him in a tease ever.
1: Down down twenty seven seventeen, eight minutes left on the road and they came back.
0: Anyone who teases time. Ryan Mallet anyone who teases Ryan Mallett and Sean Hill on Sunday gets what they deserves.
1: <laughs> I saw an astounding statistic. Uh the Rams have gone ten weeks in a row playing a team with a winning record. And that ends this week, but that's amazing. Yeah. They're pretty
0: they I think they're they're even better than Frisky. They might actually yeah. just be decent. But um I I thought it was interesting yesterday in that Chargers game how many Rams fans were there. Mm-hmm. How were there? I mean, I guess it makes sense cuz the Rams were in LA for a bunch of years, but I'm going to say like 33% of the of the crowd
1: was Rams. It did seem like a lot and it both those teams could end up in our backyard any any time now.
0: Yeah, I was thinking about it. it. I'm okay if my son decides he wants to root for the L.A. Rams. Yeah. Different conference. The Pats beat them in Super Bowl 36, so I'll always be able to hang that over his head. And right. it might not matter anyway because we might not be talking after he breaks my arm in two weeks.
1: I was just going to say, are they, uh, when you when he's in jail, are they, is he going to be able to get the feed? I don't know if the rec TV goes to L.A. County or not. Cincinnati <laughs> an at Tampa Bay. Uh,
0: God, Andy Dalton wins again.
1: Bengals what by... Gonna what are we going to decide if Tampa Bay is <laughs> like, a team we like or we don't like? <laughs> with
0: Bengals, Bengals by seven.
1: Oh, wow. I said three, and it's four. Well, let me count Ooh. this up. I might be making a comeback here. No, not really. Eight to six, you're up, but uh, five games left.
0: So the Bengal, the Bucks now have played one, two, three, four, five, six, seven either or games, and they're uh-huh. one in six. One in six in the seven either or games this year.
1: Uh, yesterday was an either or, right?
0: Yeah. Yes,
1: 100%. I don't know what to make of them. I mean, we've just talked for 20 minutes about there's not one game here that we trust both quarterbacks. Is there? I guess the I think- have, No, I don't know. What, what game do we trust? Both
0: quarterbacks in the game. I got to be honest. I think you you know everybody's looking at the Philadelphia seventy sixers for tanking. Mm-hmm. I think you can make a real case for the Bucks playing uh, wow. Josh McCown over Mike Glennon. It's inexplicable. Yeah. It's one of the most inexplicable things I've ever seen in my life. I know. Mike Glennon's Good. actually like so. He, he's there's hints of competency with him.
1: I know the the stats don't support it, but when he drops back to pass, I'm so much more confident than, than McCown. I don't even think McCown stays on his feet like half the time.
0: Yeah, I mean, I can only judge it from having wagered against both of them. And at mm-hmm. least with Glennon, I was a little bit scared. Josh McCown, you just feel like he's going to fumble or throw a pick. Right,
1: yeah. That's uh, kind of what he does. Right. New, Orleans, New Orleans at Pittsburgh, that's the last of the uh, Sunday early afternoon mm.
0: Well, I I think that's Steelers by three and a half.
1: You're gonna get that. I went higher. I said five. I thought this is not a team to be trusted. They're four and six, maybe five and six after tonight in New Orleans, but and it's actually three. So you get it. Okay. That's too low. That's too low. I'm
0: sorry. Well, too low. Saints. Saints outdoors. Steelers at home. Steelers rise to the occasion against better teams. I like really yeah. the Steelers.
1: Me too. Too low. All right, two, thank you, NFL, two late afternoon games. That's going to be fun. Arizona at Atlanta.
0: Wow. Is Mike Smith the coach of this game? It'll be interesting. Uh, so, cards by three.
1: Are right, going to get this. Why did you go so low? I mean, it's. I said three and a half. You said three. It's cards by two. And I'm telling you right now, I'm going to be very mad at the league. I don't know why I'm blaming on the league, but I'm mad if Arizona doesn't win this game. They're a much better team. They're nine and two at the four and seven Falcons, and they're a two point favorite. Well, there's
0: a couple reasons. Drew Stanton on the road hasn't had a good road game yet. The cards from an advanced metric stat standpoint are not as good as their record, and people are expecting some regression. I just really like them. I think they're a good team. I, I I ride with the Cards. Even yesterday, they sucked, as we discussed, and and I still felt like they kind of were hanging around in that game.
1: So, Nine and two in the best division against four and seven in the worst division in a dome like a, a, a that seems given. I think Atlanta's done winning games this year. I do. Arizona well, they, at Green Bay, Pittsburgh at New Orleans, and Carolina. I think I think they're done. Like four, well, the other thing
0: are. with yeah, the other thing with this game. Well, two other things. One is the Cards have a great pass defense. And then two, Mike Smith versus Bruce Arians. Oof.
1: Right. Come on. I know. Those two. Those last two lines are uh, head scratches. All right. And then the one is the big one. Two big ones, but this is a good one. New, uh, New England, your Patriots at Lambeau Field, Green Bay Packers.
0: Amazing. I wrote about this in my Friday column. A reader pointed out it would be three out of four weeks the Pats will be underdogs. Wow. And they they are scoring 40 points a game and blowing out everybody they play and underdogs three out of four weeks, which is nuts. But I I think it has to be Packers by three. I think it just has to.
1: Well, it might go down to that. I said two and a half. You're going to get this. Currently three and a half points.
0: Oh, I love
1: it. Seems a half point. Please.
0: Oh, I love it. Please, please stay that line. Oh, that's great. That means Vegas thinks on a neutral field, the Packers are better. By the way, why are the Packers better? Who have they beaten?
1: I don't, do you think that's what they think? I know three is usually the adjustment, but Lambo seems to be at three or four points, uh,
0: Hold on, I want, hold on. I want to be knocked knocked over by all the great Packers wins this year. They beat the Jets by 7. They beat oh, the Bears boy. by 21. They beat the Vikes by 32. They beat the Dolphins by 3 in a freaking miracle. They killed Carolina. They killed the Bears. And they killed the Eagles. And then yesterday, they barely beat the Vikings.
1: Uh, don't Where, do this. What, why are they a that? Just don't
0: stop. Do this. You know Please, 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 everyone, please think the Pats should be getting three and a half points in this game. I beg all of you.
1: I can't believe you're doing this. I can't believe. I don't
0: care. That's a ridiculous line. It's a lack of respect. Mike Sando had a stat in his thing today. Through weeks nine through 16 since 2010, the Pats are 32 and three.
1: Saw that. Yeah. It should be a three point line. I would have
0: taken three, three and a half is an insult. I'm going to be insulted. I choose to be insulted by that line. Who's your running back this week? Let me ask you that. Who's it going to be? I,
1: it, was that classic Belichick or what? I I, mean, I think uh, it, it really comes off as very arrogant. I know you're, you're loving it, but it's like, it really is like the movie Trading Places. They set this guy up, this Jonas Gray, goes for over 200 yards. He shows up late to practice Friday, which I think Belichick made him late. I think he had someone sneak uh, like NyQuil into yeah. the guy's uh, chai latte. He oversleeps. He's like, all right, you're not playing again. And then you have Jared Plunt, who was cut from the Steelers for insubordination, and he's on top of the world now. That is classic Belichick. All-time great
0: belt. Well, you left out the SI cover, which which right. he also somehow blamed Jonas Gray for. Look, he shouldn't have been on the cover. You know how we yeah. do things around here. Wow. Nope, nobody's bigger than the team. It was great. Jonas <laughs> Gray learned a very valuable lesson. Yeah.
1: He still doesn't know what it is, but he's trying to figure it out. Uh, Denver and Kansas City, Sunday night.
0: Oh, yeah. Week
1: two, Denver. Denver beat them uh, at home, struggled with them 24-17.
0: I really like the slate this week. There's a lot of ones I like. I love the Chiefs in this game. I think they should be favored. I don't think they will be favored. I think it's Broncos by one and a half. All right.
1: Well, would you believe Broncos by two and a half? I think we we split this because I
0: said three and a half. It's Broncos by two and a half. That's also an insult. That's an insult to Arrowhead Stadium. That's an insult to the great fans of Kansas City. That's an insult to Alex Smith, who's been phenomenal at (laughs) covering games. Um, That's an insult to the Chiefs running game, which should be able to run on the Broncos this whole game.
1: Right. I don't know if you could ever make a team favored over the Broncos. That just lost to the Raiders, though. I don't know if it's an insult, right?
0: Yeah, I guess.
1: Let me ask you. You said KC makes the playoffs. What's their record? They're 7-4. and four. Which one of these games do they win? Denver? You think they win, Denver? They're at Arizona. Then they're home for Oakland. That's a win. At Pittsburgh. And then San Diego. I think that's 3-2. and two. I think that's
0: 10-6 um, at best. I think, they, I think they beat Denver, and I think the only game they lose is at Arizona. Really? Hmm. Yeah. All right. That,
1: that Pittsburgh game is going to be great.
0: Although, wouldn't it be the most Andy reid moment of all time if all they had to do was beat San Diego at home in Week 17 and Phil Rivers beat them in Arrowhead? That would be I'm good. Gonna I'm going to leave that on the table if that's okay. Maybe
1: they lose to Oakland at home. Maybe that's a good Andy Reid no. moment.
0: It's I have them. I think they win three of the next four, and then I'm prepared for an all-time stomach punch <laughs> in week 17.
1: That's where, I, that's where right. I'm landing. Monday night, Miami at New York Jets.
0: Ooh. Jets,
1: Jets get two Monday night games in a row.
0: <laughs> I got Vegas on Miami by four and a half.
1: All right, I got this one exactly. It's four. You win for the week. You're up. Uh, I don't know. You're up. You're up seven five to one. 13 weeks. Congratulations.
0: Thank you. So you, it sounds like for Thanksgiving you're leaning toward the Lions, the Cowboys, and the 49ers, all the home teams.
1: Oh, well, I would not touch that Cowboys game at all, but I, I i i don't know. Sanchez has to have some bad moments there. It's got to be. Or, uh, you know, that Jason Garrett, like, he's spectacular. Like, it doesn't, because of the great catch, because of the Romo, the, the Bryant, like it doesn't become the story that like on third and short, once again, they had an empty backfield after running all over the place in the third quarter and they almost and yeah. they had to punt it away. Like I just this is this is bad. It's gonna this is where he rears his ugly head. I'm sorry. I'm not I'm not taking Dallas this game. Well that's what you like. You like you like Chicago, uh, Philly, and Seattle. You like the road team.
0: No, right now I like Bears, Cowboys, Niners, but I might flip on the Bears. I need to. Yeah. I need to really, you know. I need to play. This is be my thirteenth Thanksgiving in LA somehow. And right. play through all the scenarios of getting up at seven, pretending to help my, help my wife with Thanksgiving for twenty minutes before turning <laughs> my back on her and dealing with her residual bitterness for that. But then also concentrating on the TV game while pretending to talk to the people who come over. But then. Right. I need to have the variable in my head of if Jay Cutler starts doing Jay Cutler things, am I going to be blindsided by that, or am I going to be emotionally ready for it?
1: You forgot uh, locking yourself in the guest bathroom, uh, uh, hiding from your son. <laughs> I forgot understand. that part. Well, I'm not going to put yeah. rest on it. It's only when he sees
0: resting; it's a oh, Pavlovian effect. But um, so here's the thing: is it worse? What has what a better chance of happening? Jim Caldwell ruining your early part of Thanksgiving or Jake Color?
1: That's rough. Yeah, I, I, like, I think the Lions. I think the Lions eke it out. I think it's a close one. That's what I would say. Yeah, I think
0: it is too. I like getting the points though because I can see either team winning. And as we discussed earlier, Detroit really has trouble scoring. Like th- That's a thing. So if By you're way, laying a
1: touchdown... Forget- don't, uh, what? don't rule out the wrestling in your, uh, in the Lions game. Dominick and Sue is known to drop some knees on the helpless quarterback. So your son sees that it's, it's game on again.
0: Good point. One last thing about tonight's games, cause we got two Monday night games, which I love. I think there should be two Monday night games every week. As we, we talked about this after week one. I love the early, late Monday night games is great. I love mm-hmm. having the super late game at Oakland or at San Diego. Those are awesome. But, um, Jim Schwartz, who ran the Lions, it just was terrible running the Lions, left under ignominious circumstances, came back as a member of the Bills, then went in Detroit. He asked his players to carry him off the field. Now, in a weird karmic turn, comes back to Detroit. Right. So aren't the Lions fans all going to be rooting
1: against the Bills just because he did that? And there's going to be Lions fans there because they gave out free tickets. So it's, got, it's right. not like you have a, a $30,000 Bill fans there. Yeah, he may not get out of there alive. I'm surprised he didn't protest more than anyone to have that game there.
0: If you're a Lions fan, you've never even played in the Super Bowl before. Your Barry Sanders is the best player you've ever had, and he retired during his prime. You have really no memorable great playoff wins at all. For a handful. Wouldn't you go to Detroit tonight to the to the just to run against the Bills so you could you could pot Jim Schwartz? That would be the highlight Absolutely. of the month.
1: That would be it. Yeah, the car industry's dead. Go in there, have some fun with it. This is your day.
0: <laughs> Schwartz. All sports sled, cheering, yelling, and everything. Guys, what do you got to
1: plug? All right, Jimmy Kimmel live tonight. The great Jennifer Aniston and Ken Jung. Uh, later, the sweet Chris Pine, Mindy Kalen, Ronda Rousey. Rick Ross is uh, going to perform. And uh, my Grantland blog, I think Wednesday afternoon it'll run. Pick the Raiders to win. I recouped a bunch of Your Majesties uh, last week. Sports mm. Center late Thursday, early Friday, 3 0 last week best bets eight and three over seventy percent I'm trying to help you people don't you want Christmas gifts for your kids don't you want it so they're, they're not wrestling you don't you want a, a headgear for for yourself to protect yourself against a, a rowdy uh, son I don't know yeah just take, take the money I'm giving it to you When are you taking from the sports anything uh Wednesday night oh so you can, yeah. so you can't put Thanksgiving games in there I know, I know, because it's airing Thursday night. I know, it's going to be weird. I need to talk to him about that. Can I I make a suggestion? Yeah, what is
0: it? Take the Patriots.
1: Really? Oh,
0: man. If if the line's going to be three and a half and you don't take the Patriots, I'm never talking to you again.
1: This is the most confident, I remember you. In a regular season game, this is the most confident. And it's against the the Packers.
0: I'm not saying we can't lose the game. I'm just saying that line is insulting. All right. All right. I'll consider it. For anyone, for anyone to put the Packers and the Patriots in the exact same conversation after what we have watched the last two months is insulting to me. Wow. The Packers have to play. They got killed in the Superdome three weeks ago. They I They got know. killed. They got destroyed in the Superdome, and it was within the last calendar month. The Patriots have not lost in two months. They're
1: killing They're everybody. Keep- the Chiefs game was two months, I know, it's been a long time, it's been a long time. I hate All your right. uh, cockiness, I just don't like it, I don't know what to make
0: cocky, of it. it's just, what do you have to do to have, to get an adequate line in Green Bay? What, right. what else they, did the Patriots have to do over the last eight weeks? Vegas, stop insulting Bill, enough in, enough with the insults. Uh, I love it, this is great, this is, Belichick feeds in this, you're feeding the monster. <laughs> Cuz, happy holidays. I look forward to our annual uh, Thanksgiving 3-team parlay that I lose, and I'll talk to you soon.
1: Yes, let's talk about it. Happy Thanksgiving. Good job by you, Billy. So I get the sound off. Whoa. Thank you for downloading the BS
0: Report with Bill Simmons. Too much fun. Check out more podcasts at the iTunes Music Store or at PodCenter at ESPNRadio.com. Peace out.